Colorado Soprano, FBI. Fuck. It is what it is. It is what it is. <laughs> Ain't nothing new but a flu and new Democrats and replant against red state versus a blue state. Which one you governing? They give us guns and drugs, call us thugs, making they promise to fuck with you. No condom, they fuck with you. Obama say what it do. I've been saying I wanted an extra mic on the pod for a minute, and I finally found it. It happens to be someone who is actually very close to me, and I didn't even know it. <laughs> My roommate, Tiana, yeah. over here. But tell me, T, mm-hmm. your road to Glissville. All right, so <clears throat> first of all, I'm from Jersey. Now, Jersey is a blue state. I think we, we lean left. Oh, no, 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 no. We, we, we might be. We, I think we have swing state. I don't know. I haven't been there for a minute, so I don't know the political vibes right now. But it might, judging on my boy who's a cop, I don't know. Might lean a little left. I mean, might, might lean a little right. <laughs> this shit might lean a little. Yo, they, they might lean a little right up and fucking. Because we can't Jersey. forget Chris Christie and his morbid obesity. Yeah, yo, I, I, I like marched out on the steps around the time when Chris Christie was going through some legal issues. Mm-hmm. That was a, that was a big time. That was great. Yeah. That's like 20... Dang, that's like, uh, right before 2014, 2015? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Big time in Jersey. But, um, I'm from up there. She's from D.C. Mm-hmm. Now, we're we're in Maryland, but she's a D.C. shorty, so she is the... She got the download scoop on JFK. She got the download scoop on everything that has gone down in the nation's capital. She knows what's going on in the White House. She knows what's going on everywhere. Yo, isn't D.C. known for, like, what was the popular food? Is it chicken? Half Smokes. What's that? So, Half Smokes is, like, this type of sausage-like hot dog. They became popular through this restaurant in Eastry called Ben's Chili Bowl, because you can mm-hmm. get the chili on the Ben's half Chili Bowl. Bowl, I heard about that. So, technically, their chili is Hormel chili, but right. they make their Half Smokes in-house. That's what brings people there, the chili dogs. Okay, but, and y- so y'all know for chili in uh, D.C.? Well, I believe at one point in time, Ben's did have their own recipe, but when Ben's became popular, especially due to um, Bill Rapist, I mean Cosby, he made it popular. Whoa. See, good thing this is politic to coach because you say that any other place, (laughs) that shit's going that way. No, no, no. Don't let his... Billy rapes. <laughs> don't let his clean comedy and pudding pop endorsement fool you. The dude was swimming in butt in the 70s. Billy, Billy Pill in your drink. You know, the Quaalude <laughs> King. You know, that's who he was. <laughs> Billy put a pill in your drink. <laughs> right. <laughs> Knock you out quick with a slip. <laughs> so, DC vibes. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you got Ben's Chili Bowl. You got the... You guys are known for... The, they like to call the hot dogs. Now, where I'm from, a hot dog is a hot dog. Let me get a dog, let me get a hot dog. You know what I mean? It might be some other slang that might be South Jersey, other part of Jersey that I don't recognize. Let me tell you something, it's beef in Jersey. That's why we're not on the map. Unlike Maryland niggas and DC niggas, it's beef. <laughs> nah, but for real, like, it's a hot dog. So when I got down here and they were like, yo, you got a glizzy? And I'm like, yeah. I'm like, what the fuck is a glizzy though? They were like, yo, that's a hot dog. I'm like, oh, where, what, in what time and space that I come into to where the thing that is known as a hot dog is refused to be known as that, and it is only known as a glizzy. What the fuck, where am I, bro? What is Maryland, son? So I'm, I'm, or DC, what's going on? Like, I need to, I needed answers, but apparently that's just, that's just how that came to be. Right. 
I didn't hear nobody say like Glizzy, Glip, or Glock until like 2017, 2018. That's when I first heard of it because. Oh, so it's recent. It's, it's, recent. it's, it's recent very one. recent. It's like. So it's not that niggas grow up. I'm about to go give me a Glick. No, it's like you get give a hot dog. Because that would have been dope. Yo, give me two cookies. Hey. I like, would not. That's some shit I would say now. That's some shit I would go back to the, uh, when I go back to see the homies after COVID. Yo, let me get two glickies, baby. Hey, yeah. hey, yo, Papo, I need two glickies on the way right now. What's up? Yeah. The glizzy is glizzy. I, I hit Manhattan this summer. I'm getting glicks and glicks only. <laughs> No, no. <laughs> I need a big glick, baby. Yo, hey, glick and, I, up. and I bet you some nigga yeah. in Harlem is named Big Glick. <laughs> he likes a yeah. respected drug dealer. Facts. He knows uh, Big Glick. He big. knows Shoddy from Treyway. <laughs> Facts. Yeah, you know, old Treyway member. Right. The whole sector that just didn't take off there. Yep. Yep. Niggas is out here. <laughs> Treyway. <laughs> you don't want that in the off in politics, bro. Nah. Yeah, no, dude. Um, I'm not gonna lie, dude. I for the for the little exploration of DC that I did make, it was interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, the White House is beautiful. DC is a beautiful city. DC DC is a well crafted city. Shit on New York. It's dirty. Yes, you know what I mean. Is it a place that you might want to be all the time? Maybe you got to be a certain kind of person. But you know, it's lit. You know what I mean. And DC is lit. Now, my only problem with y'all niggas. Okay. All right. Yeah, you know I mean, hey, this might be a little beef. Like All right. In JDC beef, yo. Okay. Yo, oof. I'm gonna treat you like a PG I'm County nigga. You're not quite DC. Oh, Valley was. <laughs> you, you Newark niggas are not quite New York, nah, nah. which I'm still trying to be. Uh, yeah, All right. So, so let me know okay. what's the yes, problem. You're all right, but let me say this, yo. Yeah, buildings. B, what's up with that, son? What's going yeah, on? A couple buildings flying some states a couple miles away, a couple states away, and now y'all don't build nothing over, what is it, 50, 60 feet, 100 feet? What's the, the We building? don't build nothing builder uh, taller. 200 feet? We don't build nothing taller than the Washington Monument. Like 250, it's, I think it's no. bigger than 400 no, feet. Yeah, I'm not going to lie. Look, don't take this personally, but you know, take it how you take it from a Jersey nigga. That's wild pussy, son. So basically... Big, big buildings over here, son. Uh, before you graduated <laughs> high school where I'm from, you learned, uh, you take this class called DC History and Culture. I was. And they say that you cannot make nothing taller than the Washington Monument because of building, re- like, uh, building regulations. So the mm-hmm. way that the city is shaped, when it's a disaster, it's hard for an evacuation. If you have skyscrapers, it's hard to get like an aerial type of view of an evacuation route. So that's why nothing can be bigger than the Washington Monument. But I always made this joke that, um, you know, an obelisk in ancient Egypt was used to represent a male schlong. It represented a male's glick. That's yeah. why it's long shaft and it comes to a point. It represents the glickies. Yeah, the glackos. <laughs> the glack. The Glockchakas. <laughs> yeah. Glockaroons. The Glockaroonies. So it was a joke where I would say, oh, no building can be taller than Washington Monument because nobody wants it to be taller than George Washington's dick. Oh, my God. <laughs> okay. I, I see it. So there's some history behind it. So mm-hmm. that was the only problem because uh, I've been to Chicago. And one time I was in Chicago, the one thing I have to give it that I can't, that I can't even like, and it makes sense because New York is the new, is their version of it. And I guess wherever you go, a big, tall building is going to be their version of it. And that mm-hmm. is the skyscraper. That is Chicago, bro. Like, like the Sears Tower. The streets, they're fucking, the way that shit is set up, you feel like a small person, mm-hmm. bro. A very small person. And that shit is, that's a concrete 
jungle, bro. That yeah. shit is crazy. And it's amazing. So I, I love Chicago, man. The skyscrapers are dope, but um, New York is lit. Like, I'm from Jersey, so especially where the part of Jersey I'm from is not South Jersey. You know what I mean? Forgive me, but, you know, that, that, there's a lot of prison guido culture down there. I mean, hey, nigga, that shit everywhere. Steroids <laughs> and spray tans. Hey, look, it happens. Sometimes you got to buff it up to tough it up. But I bet you down at Gold's Gym, the same thing is happening. Exactly. So Gold's exactly. Gym down the street. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's close to New York. We get overshadowed by New York a lot. I'm a Jersey nigga through and through. I gotta rap it. You know what I mean? It is what it is. Shout out to Fetty Wap. <laughs> um, nah. I, I, I need to explore D.C. more. Yeah, D.C. I didn't know that D.C. was known for the seafood. Oh, yeah, because we're so close to Maryland. The Chesapeake Bay crabs. It's like crabs, dog. Like, you can come to D.C. You can come for the crabs. You know what I'm saying? You can come for the crabs in your mouth and in your dick. Like, Oh my god. You're leaving with crap some way. Yeah. Once you come. But here. the only thing is, bro, like, yo, it's just short buildings. You can't flex in the tall you buildings. You can't commit suicide in, in, in DC. I'm sorry. You're not doing this, and you ain't jumping. Unless you fall, like, flat on your head, like, you ain't killing yourself you're jumping not off You're doing it, son. You're not. I, I feel like this is the place that all the business is conducted. And I, I'm not going to lie, like, I have fun, but I, I go with a certain air of protection, but a certain air of, like, whoa. Mm-hmm. Like this, if anything goes down here, it's, it went down. I don't know. Maybe that's just my outside coming out. You might be used to it because you grew up there, but mm-hmm. and how the other parts of DC are. But like at least for the capital, that's how that feels. Um, and, and around the White House and around those areas, you know. And there, there's so many people there. Like I, the, the times I've been there, just on a let's, on a Saturday, let's go ahead. There's so many people from out of the country, out, out of the country, out of the country, out of the state. Everywhere there, mm-hmm. you know, to see the mining, to see all that shit where it's mm-hmm. not like normal. But, yeah, that's yeah. DC. Uh, DC is known as like a transient city, not because of its tourism, but just the amount of people who come, you know, do government contracting work for a couple years and then they leave. Like, you know, people don't stay here long. And uh, that's one of the drawbacks. But like, DC, there was this thing I read on Reddit where somebody said, um, a lot of the people on here are complaining that they don't actually meet anybody from D.C. Well, if you talk to your waiter and ask him where he's from, he's going to say he's from D.C. Because all the true D.C. people, mm. we've been pushed out because of increase in prices and stuff like that. So, the you know, the ones who are coming in here, changing up the culture, you know, just for five years so they can work for the government and then leave. Mm-hmm. Like, they're the ones saying, oh, you know, sitting in a restaurant, like, oh, where the D.C. residents at? Da, 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 da. But yeah. little do you know, homeboy who just poured your water, the bus boy, this is his second job so he can afford to stay in D.C. or something yeah. like that. Like, most so of your service it's, workers it's, yeah, are Washingtonians. Yeah, are, are, and coming into D.C. are on the reaches, the outskirts of D.C. Mm-hmm. And that's what I learned. Because the more you leave in D.C., you can see there's a difference from inner D.C. You know what I mean? That the external, like you said, the north, like the way you even set up the north, the south, the east, the west, the southeast. Northeast, southeast, southwest, southwest. Northwest, southwest, southeast. Southwest. Southwest. The way that's set up is interesting, you know? And you see the heart of it is... The heart of the city is actually the capital because the capital yeah. evenly uh, mm-hmm. uh, separates but the quadrants. You see as you get farther out that even in the nation's capital, problems that are felt all over the country are felt here in the nation's capital. Which you would think would be the most um, taken care of part of the country, no? No, it's not taken care of. Like, like, but I'm saying, like, you're like, oh, D.C. is the nation's capital. Yeah, I mean, but we have the highest youth poverty rate. Right? 
Mm-hmm. So, so our country is messed up everywhere. So you could live in, you could live in the heart of the country, or you could live in in, in Alaska mm-hmm. and feel the effects of what's happening. Right. Coronavirus. Like, oh, are you staying in your house right now if you're in Alaska? Uh. Like, is that not what you are? Sorry to all my Alaskans, but if you're in Alaska, mm-hmm. are you not? Is your life not segregated from these? Like, yo, you not talking to nobody. Like, what you doing in Alaska, son? You <laughs> catching fish? You know, it's March. I'm tr- pretty sure it's maybe a little cold. It ain't like warm. Maybe it is. I don't know. I don't know the weather over there right now. But, like, are you harmed? Yo, if anybody ever listens to this episode that's from Alaska, I need to know. How was the coronavirus? I don't think Alaska's numbers are high. Think of how isolated people are from each other though. like people living in a place that is technically uninhabitable on frozen tundra mm-hmm. but look at all the shit they went through with getting weed legalized oh yeah boom so even though they're a country all the way out there they had a problem that we created all the way in these main states over here. the lower 48 so this country is a lot more connected than we are we perceive it to be and we don't learn enough about it in school the way we should because I feel like, and I might not be qualified to talk about this, but we have to fuck. <laughs> I feel that shit has been misused, misdirected, unutilized. Like, the way we've we've gone about procuring our uh, educational system as a country has been fucked. It's been dick. It's been dilch. It should have been fucked, bro. Mm-hmm. We have not done a good job. We have not done a good job of educating Americans. No. We're not the smartest country. We can't we can't bang on that. A lot of so much of the shit that you people like to think about, oh America's the best at this and the best at that and the best at this and the best at that. No, we're just the most fucked up money hungry. Yeah. Because if you really look at the numbers, we're not really the best at everything, bro. Yeah. We still marrying cousins and allowing them to go on Dr. Phil. Bro. Like how does someone like Dr. Phil become the moral police for our country? Think about that. Like, we have to have a man go on national TV and berate adults and children on how to behave. Back in my parents' age, they didn't need that. America's fucked. Once you got someone like Dr. Phil arbitrating family issues when that shit could be handled in-house, telling people, hey, this is how you be a mom, this is how you do this, I'll let you know the state of America. Like, Danielle Brigoli, she should not have gotten famous. I am Dr. Phil. There's a lot of people that shouldn't have gotten famous, but I think it's a product. Dude, these are products of what we put out. Exactly. And that this goes is... to your point. Like, the education system, let, let's be fair. The problems in the education system came when, let's say, when the schools needed to be integrated. Think yeah. about that. Like, if you were white back in that day, you were going to the best quality uh-huh. schools. If you were black, you probably didn't have a school or you only went to school for a certain period of time because yep. your family was a sharecropper and you need and they needed you to help tend the field. So you were dropping out of school, let's say fifth, sixth grade level. So when we try to integrate, white people are like, oh no, I don't want this in my schools. And then they took their money elsewhere and their funding elsewhere to different schools. And then as soon as the black numbers hit a certain point, they just abandoned all hope for the school. Mm-hmm. So what I think the problem was, was that once we integrated this new class of people into that educational system, they didn't account for the issues and the trauma that black people have faced and that how it will impede their education. Yeah. They didn't think about that. I feel like there needs to be an educational system for white kids and black kids because the collective traumas of black kids creates barriers to education. Yeah. As we can see. 
So I think there needs to be some type of specialized schooling mm -hmm. for this for pe for everybody else. Yes, and and based off the people who I've been get who I've gotten caught, I'm I'm not privy of the information of these women's names or these families' names, but I'm sure they are just the people who have gotten caught. You can pay to have your child put through school, no matter what their grades are, mm -hmm. given how much you're willing to play and under the circumstances you're willing to abide by. Mm -hmm. and how well your kid adjusts to what you're setting, you're, you're pushing them through. If you have the allowances, so you can even you can buy the system. And that is one of the biggest problems: is the money in so many of these things, including politics. That's my main thing. Whenever you tell people, oh, there shouldn't be money in politics, people have a little like thought about that. Like, what are you talking about? Bro, you shouldn't be able to buy a politician. That's mm -hmm. not cool. That's not right. That's not ill. Because you're supposed not, to be the voices of the people. You're supposed to be the voices of whoever, your, your constituents. That's what you have that for. Niggas don't give a fuck about a constituent. Niggas do what they do to get the bag and the bag only. You got to think about this. It's like during election time, it's like, hey, you better win. You get this pay cut. You better win and pass these laws I want you to pass. Bro, fact. Like, so, oh, everybody voted for this, but but Big Dog want that? All right, we're going to make it look close. We're going to make it. Look, I'm not saying that this necessarily is always brought to pass, but the fact these things are being implemented or tried and maybe have succeeded in certain at certain points. Dude, we have succeeded. Look at 2016. Hillary won the popular vote by a landslide. I still lost the election. I because still lost the... Because of the electoral college, electoral yes. Electoral college! We got but to I it. feel like hey. there was like some type of... I really do feel like he colluded in Russia for that election. I, okay. I feel like he stole it. I feel like that might have been the case, but I don't think maybe... Uh, okay, the collusion, yeah, but I think it was more of a... Of, of a he had someone on Trump, and he didn't want to let it, like, like you know, Putin, Putin put the clamps down on him. Mm -hmm. Putin had someone on Trump, and he put them clamps down on boy. He had something on that man, bro. And that that might have been the collusion, but I think Trump interfered. I think other countries might have interfered. I think a lot of them might went into this election, but I think, like, it just showed how fucked up our system is. Mm -hmm. But also, to me, it also showed how rigged it is from the inside. Like, we all didn't see that. Yo, oh, it's clear that more people wanted this person to win, but this person won? Mm -hmm. Yo, that's fucked. Mm -hmm. And the fact that, that we can all rally around that point, like, mm -hmm. that shit was fucked up. We could have changed something there, mm -hmm. but we're not dedicated enough to stick to anything because we think that a hashtag on Instagram or, or Twitter is going to matter. Yeah. No, you got to get together. You got to fucking do what you got to do. You got to show up. A you lot of people think there. like canceling somebody. Bro, that's like the you're problem. doing something. I'm like, no. listen here, dog. Nigga, you got to be there. Or not be there. That's the thing. And here's the thing. Like, this is what Corona is teaching everybody, nigga. Like, oh, ain't nobody there. So all these niggas who are, who are getting money off of concerts and all this shit, oh, nobody's there. And they can't be there. So everybody's on equal standing right now. Yeah. You know what I mean? And the only niggas getting bread right now is niggas who's big rich. Big rich. And, and that and that's a fact. That's a fact that every time we've gone through a, a period of extreme um, economic collapse or economic halt, there's a massive change of wealth. There's a massive redistribution of wealth every time, son. So my thing is this. I just think it's hilarious that we had too many people able to watch Takashi 6ix9ine a couple weeks ago from the comfort of their own homes, all home, but we can't get a hundred thousand people or 10,000 people from 30 cities around the, around the country to film themselves going outside and protesting. We need to do something about healthcare. We need to do something about getting a cure for this virus or getting a vaccination for the virus. We need to do something. Do something about Nobody did everybody nothing, bro. Everybody was home, son. So you got niggas going outside doing shit anyway. 
You got niggas going outside, don't go to the beach anyway. Niggas broke the law anyway. So if you wanted to, you could have started a movement. You could have had too many people doing something else. You could have had too many people organizing something else. But we don't give a fuck about that. Two million women went and protested when Donald Trump got elected. That was four years ago. We ain't do nothing since. Nothing since. And we're going to send Biden out there to get body because he ain't going to be able to hang. And we're all going to laugh and go, oh, wow, Trump getting elected again. Big dub Trump coming in and giving us another four years of fucking us. That's just my opinion. I mean, I don't know. Shit could go left. Maybe he gets indicted or something. I don't know. Some it could go crazy. I don't know. But, T, I got you here. I don't, like, I don't know, man. Like, I agree with your point. I feel like in any revolution, there's a now or never. Mm-hmm. And I feel like right now is our now. I feel like those... Like, I told you this before we even hopped on, like, how I was frustrated about these lockdown protests. Like, everybody's protesting the wrong thing. Mm-hmm. You're doing it for the economy, which is good. The economy's mm-hmm. collapsing. Almost 40 million people are unemployed. That's over 10% of the population. Right. So, you're protesting. You want a haircut. You want to go to Applebee's. You're shooting Waffle House employees because they're telling you to wear a mask. McDonald's employees. Mm -hmm. You're literally attacking retail workers because you want to be able to wear your mask and you don't want to have to wear a mask and you don't want to listen to everybody, what they got to say or anything like that. You believe it's a hoax. It's infringing on your rights because you're mildly inconvenienced. You can't, you're too entitled that just having to wear a mask, somebody telling you not to do something triggers you. Mm -hmm. And we, they're protesting the wrong fucking things. Yeah. As a healthcare worker on the front line, knowing people who I've seen month to month, sometimes week to week, Mm -hmm. you know, catch COVID, some die. Knowing them coming in, dying and catching COVID, seeing how sick somebody with COVID is to the point their oxygen saturation at rest is a 70%. Mm-hmm. If they got up and walked, that shit would drop to 40 and they would, like, drop dead. She's an MA, by the way. So, I've seen how serious this virus is. If I was on the... <laughs> so, if I was to be outside protesting, starting my own revolution, yep. I would protest for access to PPE, mm-hmm. regardless across the line. If you want to reopen, guarantee states an amount, of, like, a required amount of PPE and yeah, distribute it to all your constituents. Here's the thing, though. Okay, that was advocate. Now, I, I like that. I want to start using that. It's going to get hot this summer. I, I, with the PPE, face mask, though. Yo. Yeah, I, I think everybody I, needs face access to it. Hot. It's not like, yo. Can, but, we get, can we get strict guidelines on what we wear, when we wear this? Is it only in stores? Because I'm tired of seeing niggas in the cars by themselves with the face mask on looking like an idiot. So, Two niggas in the car by themselves with their face mask on looking like they about to commit the virus a is not medical airborne. robbery. The virus is not airborne. So yes, if you're in your car, you're walking way. down the street. You don't have to wear the mask. Like, it's not airborne. You hear that, idiots? Like, if I ride the train and there's other people on the train, it's a tube underground, of course. Wear your mask. If you're going to a store, of course. Wear your mask. If you're walking down to a major bustling city plaza, you have to wear your mask because people are going to be unavoidable in like a city like New York. So wear a mask, right? But if you're outside, you're in a park for a run, you're the only one, you might brush past a person or two, not enough to make direct contact Mm -hmm. or breathe in their droplets, then you're fine. Like I've been in the room with people who were positive with covid and I have yet to catch COVID because, you know, yeah, I wear a some, mask. There's someone I know that got COVID and I've been around them and I haven't been tested, but I haven't had it. So, boom, that's on the pod. Yeah. That's why I can't promote my podcast in the first place because y'all niggas say I can't do shit about politics because y'all some bitch ass niggas. Like, niggas gonna listen to me. <laughs> 
We should have voted for Bernie Sanders. Yeah, we dropped the ball on Bernie. We yeah, did. yeah, we did. Whole ass niggas. Oh uh, let's go Joe Biden. Let's go Joe Biden. The nigga who raised some bitch. Let's go vote for... Yo, y'all be making me so mad. I be wanting to throw hands with y'all, bro. I be wanting to throw hands with niggas on the right, the left, and the middle, upside down. All y'all, bro. Y'all need to be getting me tight, bro. I mean, y'all need to watch it. And, yo, y'all need to watch an anime. Y'all need to go get a brew. Y'all need to watch a game of, 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 of sports of your choice. I don't care what you fall in love with. Nigga, I don't care if you like golf. Y'all need to take a chill pill on the weekend, son. Damn, son. Y'all need to be... Oh, y'all get me so tight, bro. Man, I thought we were gonna do it this time. Bernie came with the fire, like I was ready. But he ain't. He wasn't prepared to die, bro. He he wasn't prepared for that. What was what was um? What the big have a song? Ready to die? Oh no no! He had an album. His first ready, album was Ready to Die. Ready, bro, Bernie wasn't ready to die on Biggie, nigga. Man, I felt like Bernie, COVID didn't happen. Yeah, that's that's a that's a quote from Randall Facts. Bernie wasn't ready to die on Biggie. But we also got to talk about black women. They turned out for Joe Biden in mass. Because they be liking him. So, 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 look, man. Maybe it's the Obama effect. Wanna, they were like, so, oh, he's Obama's Obama vice president. So Obama was good. So Biden going to be good. Okay. And I'm like, that's dumb. Obama was his own dude and he did good in his own look, ways. People, got, people, people voted for him for the reasons that they voted for him. All I'm saying is, I feel like, you know, those of you who, who swayed the favor for the, for the opposing party were mistaken. That's all I can say about it, bro. I, I gotta take my L graciously, bro. I can't turn up. I refuse to say that those people who vote, the people who maybe been in the middle, or even a lot of the people who did vote for for Biden out of the want of their mindset, mm-hmm. I'm not going to shit on y'all niggas. You know what I mean? It sucks, but at the end of the day, like, yo, y'all gotta prepare for those consequences. I hope y'all ready to make the changes in the future. We could do something else in other ways. We're gonna have to make something else happen or whatever, but like, yo, y'all gotta understand those choices that you're making, they're gonna perpetuate throughout time, bro. They're gonna come to fruition within within time. His Trump's legacy is gonna last without time. Shit that Obama did is gonna last without time. The shit that Trump repealed from Obama's legacy is is gonna takes years for that to come in. What do we talk about this term? The um, Bill Clinton joint in 1992, or um, the fact. The, the crime bill. Yeah, the crime bill. I think that was ninety four. Ninety four, ninety two. I, I don't remember, but um, Joe Biden wasn't he in on that? Wasn't wasn't he wasn't he around on that? And Charlemagne was pressing him about that, so probably. And so, he also voted in favor for the Iraq War. So so these are things that are coming back now. From then, you got to understand, like like we we. I think you. I think I think we're just past where you said we were at. I think we 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 missed. We our missed our vote. We missed our boat. Like we missed I our think boat. We had our boat. We had our boat, and we we missed that boat. And then we had we had we had, at the beginning of this of this of this pandemic, we had another boat, mm-hmm. and it was a slim chance boat. I think it was a chance for us to 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 come together on a different level. And I think our distraction with our with social media and the virus and us not being able to realize what was really going on. Nothing was able to come from that. I think we missed another boat on that as a culture, as a, as a country. So at some point, the the ramifications of what's going on right now, what is it, 30 million plus, no jobs, 40 million almost, no jobs, like unemployment, that's going to come to a head. That's going to 
that's gonna show itself in a physical form. It all takes time. You know, change happens very slowly and it's all at once, very suddenly. Yeah, and that's the thing. It's like for years, I feel like we've been working towards that change. We wanted to be the change that we wanted to see. Like you've had people waking up, realizing their privileges, realizing their shortcomings and realizing how I could become a better person. I feel like these last 10 to 15 years, I feel like progressive thought took a front row seat. Yeah, we have the outliers in terms of like the cancel culture mm -hmm. and, you know, some of the, well, mainly cancel culture. That's what mm -hmm. I want to say. And then maybe the craze, some of the craziness of the Me Too movement and the feminazis. We have those people. <laughs> feminazis. Super Nazis. Like in terms of that, like we have those people who are far fringe left. And those are the people that true leftists we don't associate with. What I'm so proud of is that how many people have woken up and like became progressive and realizing what their parents were doing and what was instilled in them is not the right way. Like there are there are some white people that I know who I consider some of my true allies. There are some Hispanic people I know who I consider true allies. It's like we all realize that it's kind of like I feel like the late 60s with the hippie movement. We were now realizing that what our parents laid down and took is not the way for us. And the way we came out in 2008 for Obama, the way we came out for him, that energy, that fire incited change. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it's like right now, it's like we don't have that energy. We don't have that fire. Where was that? Where was know. all the rappers dropping um, albums about what's going on? Like yeah. fucking um, Young Jeezy right? yeah. did a song saying my president mm -hmm. is black. And where, yeah, where's that right now? Where Where, where is, is all, all this shit that? right where's now? Where's all these people that we hold so high to lead us through the dark times? Where is that? Where is it coming from? Where's the voice? Where is this person? No one has it. Drake is, isn't doing it. Trump isn't doing it. No one's doing it. You know what yeah. I mean? We're all trying to, we're all, we're all still guessing. We're all still looking right. for like, that massive force. Right now, it's like, I feel like we've been beat into submission. Yeah. It's, it's if they, crazy. If they said we could get out the matrix right now, we wouldn't be able to get, like, we wouldn't, we wouldn't go out. We would stay in. Right. Like, what's you wrong know, what's with wrong? my matrix? The matrix is lit. I don't trust what's outside of that. Yeah, and that's the thing. It's like, I've it's, been red-pilled for a long time in terms of, not red-pilled as in I'm a misogynist, but I've been <laughs> red-pilled in a sense where it's like, I know this is my reality and I haven't accepted it, but I've heard somebody say in order as a communist to move within a capitalist society, you have to play the role as a capitalist. So in yeah. our system that we're in, we have to move within that system to affect that change. Like one of my biggest things I say is that you don't, by standing outside the Department of Labor protesting a higher living wage, that's really not doing anything. The guy who's walking out the door, he's annoyed because you're in his way going towards lunch break. He doesn't care about what you're protesting, the guy in the suit. What you need to do is do what you can to become that guy in the suit. or do what you can to become some voice within the media, some voice of reason within the media, where you tell the truth, you don't fall victim to these corporations or sensationalism, you don't care about the ratings, fuck the Nelson um, scam, you say your truth, you say what you want to do, whether it be doing a potty, getting on YouTube, or just getting a degree in mass communications or journalism, do that. Like, work within the system to be the change. Mm -hmm. Like, so we need to start voting elected officials. Like, I understand... 2020 is a big one. It's kind of do or die here and now. I don't agree with some of the things Biden has done. And I fucking don't agree with Trump at all. But we need to get on this boat and at least move the move America back to center. Move America back to center. Yeah. And then we can work on going left. 
just get America back to center first. So do what you can on November the 3rd, but focus on your local elections. Even your fucking ANC or your comptroller or your council member or mayor, like take those elections seriously because you feel local before you feel federal. Yeah. And make sure whatever you do, vote for a senator, like take control of the House, take control of the Senate. So whatever the president passes that bullshit, they can block and whatever is good, he can pass. Just fucking vote. (laughs) Educate yourselves. Be the change you want to see. Get into politics. Do whatever Mm -hmm. you can. Mm Mm-hmm. Like, don't fuck don't it. don't divide yourself on a matter of whether or not you believe in right values more or left values more. Don't divide yourself on the things on on arbitrary shit. Mm-hmm. And by arbitrary shit, I mean shit that doesn't really matter, like race, like religion, like like dumb shit. That once you really get down to the meat and potatoes of it, it's not all that good. Fucking care about each other, about how you feel about a person when you meet them, yeah. right? How you feel when you're around them, and what you think of them, and shit like that, right? Then you go from there. That's why, like, I've been so into like today Attack on Titan. Like, Randy uh, over here, he got me into like some, you know, anime. Brought out the inner weave, and I started watching Attack on Titan. I know I'm like eight, seven, eight years late, but in the show, basically they live beyond these ba- in these boundary walls to protect these things called titans from devouring them, right? Anime and I just feel like Kona. those walls represent something else because um, Aaron and um, who was the kid with the blonde hair? Armin? Armin. Yep, they, they dreamed come. of a life beyond the walls. They wanted to get up out of that bitch, bro. They wanted, right, they wanted, to, they dreamed and, of a life beyond the walls. Was, uh, my man, Aaron Balls, bro. Bro, yo, son, that's that's hot off the beginning. You tell that drink immediate. So Hello. basically like Puberty, what's up? <laughs> life beyond they dreamed of a life beyond the walls, right? Yeah, it was true. And I feel like it's a metaphor for something. You said we have all these arbitrary differences between us. Mm-hmm. And I feel like those arbitrary differences are like our walls that we hold up. Yeah. And it's like the Titans or the people you deem as outsiders. You get what I'm saying? So yeah. for someone, like uh, someone on the right wing, let's say a neo-Nazi, his titan is a black man coming to rape his women and children yes. and produce yeah. negroid babies. Yeah. Like that is his titan. So in order for people to start to understand each other, the walls have to be broken down. So yeah. titans have to come in. And, like, let these people know, like, yo. You gotta not to say that the Titans in the show are good. Yeah. But you got to be like, yo, like, hey, I'm not going to eat you. I'm on some errand shit. But, listen here. Let me show you how we really like. you never seen a black person before. Well, let me show you the life yeah. of a black person that's kind of outside of what you see for TV. Because, you know, in certain cities and states and counties, there are some white people who still haven't seen a black person nah, outside of TV. Zero contact. Zero contact. It's when like they meet a, a black Russian person, it's like meeting, meeting an alien. Uh, that's like a Russian nigga meeting some dude from Australia. Oh, <laughs> well, mate. I don't. It's like apples and oranges. You can't, you you can't relate. These niggas don't know. It's, it's not the same. And that's very understandable. And I think we, we need to be able to humble ourselves as, as people here. We need to be able to humble ourselves as people, as our, with our place in the world, mm-hmm. with 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 what's going on in our country and what we need to do as people for each other. We need to humble ourselves that maybe we shouldn't be in so much competition with each other all the time. Maybe we should help each other a lot more. Maybe that is cool. Maybe fashion is cool, but it's cool 
in a competitive sense. Who makes the best dress? Who makes this or that? But like, why does it have to be so profit garnished and, and, and non-talent based and everything has to be about maximizing profit? Why does everything have to be about that? Everything does not have to be about that. We can have competition. We have competition in so many things. It can be economically as well. You can't have it. But you can have a balance to where people are can make a sustainable life for themselves, bro. Grow up, have a wife, have a husband, have two, three kids, a kid. Have two, three husbands? Two, three husbands, a husband. Do whatever you like. A husband, wife, husband? Sustainable. Find some, exactly. Find find a, per, a person you want to love and fucking do that and live a respectable life. Work, love the work that they do, respect the work that they do, and and be able to provide something for themselves and their family. They have something to get their family, and their family will have the same benefits, so it's not going to be fucking falling the, the underneath the ground of the earth. I want the government to give me free you know. health care, a decent living wage. I think the minimum wage federally is still like $7.25. Yeah, a decent seven. living wage. We want the government to... Can we get, um... What? Yo, can we get, like, uh, free public schooling? Up public until... school is free. Oh, yeah. With that, uh, a repeal of the... public schooling. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, public school is free. A full repeal of the No Child Left Behind Act. Okay. I want uh, mandatory state testing abolished. I want uh, marijuana decriminalized. And anybody with a marijuana offense uh, expunged. I yeah. want everybody on death row... Um, that has made appeals on their case who believe that they're innocent. I want all death row cases reinvestigated because some of the people on death row are innocent and they're going to be wrongly executed. Yeah. And I want the end of the prison industrial complex that we know of. Yeah. Other and then I want a repeal of the Patriot Act. Mm-hmm. Other than that, I'm at, I'm only I'm only asking a small couple of things from you, America. Where I'm only asking a small couple of things. I don't think that's a I don't think that's a crazy list. I, think I don't think that's a crazy. It's an understandable list. I would add to that. Other than I would, that, I would, I would go ahead. I would, add. I would add to that. I think we need a comprehensive plan for securing the borders um, and immigration. Mm-hmm. And by that, what I'm saying is, I think that's a open-ended problem. Listen, obviously, you don't want. Just anybody coming into the country, mm-hmm. right? But you don't have to treat people harshly. You don't have to fucking bring the hammer down on anybody that tries to cross the border. Oh, somebody's coming to this country. You just want a repeal of ICE. That's what you Pretty want. Pretty much, yeah. Because before ICE, we did have a system that controlled immigration. But that's why I left the broad. I left the broad because I but want all But you know, ICE is that. a new thing due to like 9-11. Yeah, but so. that's what I'm saying. I left the broad because I want complete changes. I want a whole new system when it's done. Right. Um, so that's why I said that. Um, I think we need to. I, I, I like to go broad. I like to go very, very broad, so mm-hmm. that way it leaves the conversation for multiple things done and, and a lot of money placed into that um, with foreign affairs. I think, like I was trying to explain this the other day, dude. I, like I said, I think we need a. I think we need to bring all our people back to, home. Basis. We need to do a whole uh, military recall. Uh, we. I want to know where everyone's at. I want to know what everyone is doing. What their current assignments are. Mm-hmm. I want a full briefing on everything. And when I find that out, I'm going to remove troops from where they shouldn't be. Or, and move other things there to appease those things. So I, I'll go probably from the most pressing at the moment to the least. Mm-hmm. So whatever foreign affairs, I don't know exactly what was going on at that time or at, is right now. I mean, we're in the Middle East. I think we should pull out. I don't know exactly. I'll, like I said, I'll be listening to my... I'm not... When it comes to shit like that, I'm not... I, I, I'm listening to my captain. <laughs> but 
<laughs> yeah, it's like, um, it's kind of interesting to think about it, right? Like, if we pull people out, mm-hmm. I would say give funding back to the countries to desta- that we destabilized due to war. Help them that, rebuild yes, the country. Yes, I agree. I think we need to, uh, I, I think we got to adjust our budgets. I think we got to figure out, like, I think once you, like, uh, 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 maybe a five-piece plan of what I want to do when I first got in. But, like, everything I would want to do, it would take me time to figure out my best plans for it. Mm-hmm. Because I would have to be in that position. So I don't know what's the best ways to move and get everybody out. Or or should I bring everybody back? Or maybe I decrease it by half. Like, you have to you have to understand the position you're in when you're there. That's why I, I, I was watching this show. Um, I started my friend about the show. He started watching it. It was called Designated Survivor. And it's really good in the sense that, like, I thought it was really interesting in the sense that, like, the, the whole idea of being president and the way they, they, they present it in the show is kind of is kind of like that, is that anybody can pretty much do that job. Anybody can be the face of the country, right? Mm-hmm. The most average person, because everybody has those basic rights. So anybody can do it, but, you know, as long as you meet 36 years old, those those basic requirements, any person could be that. Mm-hmm. So that's why they have the designated survivor because if everybody gets fucked up, that designated survivor meets those minimal requirements, but it could be anybody. So we could literally have John McIntyre or 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 Jeffrey... Uh, Not Epstein. <laughs> Jeffrey. Uh, Jesus Christ. I'm Epstein hoping, didn't kill himself. No, he did it. Epstein got murked. I'll never be able to fucking... Uh, promote I, the podcast. <laughs> yo, Jepstein, not Jepstein. Well, Jeff Epstein, that could be a combination. Oh, Jepstein, Jepo, Jepstino, <laughs> Jepstino. He, he did not kill himself. Okay, nah. You know what happened? Big, big murder. They said, "Yo, man, you got to take one for the greater good." If you reveal everybody who's been with you on that nasty mm-hmm. pedo island, the world is going to grind to a fucking halt. You saying you got economies will crash down? You know, Epstein, he knew a lot of dirty secrets on world leaders and billionaires and trillionaires. He knew a lot think, about I people. I think she's saying he got clipped. Yo, they said, take one for the fucking teen, Epsteino. Yeah, they like, that. Because yeah. I feel like they hit him with the, if you don't do it yourself, we gonna do it. And he, he didn't do it, so they did. Yeah, they said, yo, Epsteino, you ain't going to court. You ain't saying shit. Yeah, you're not, you're not gonna do that. And that Because they all skated off of that. Everybody skated off of it. Off of him dying, everybody skated. Everybody skated. Everybody skated. So that's the thing, man. Everybody wanted to talk about draining the swamp, but at the end of the day, you know, that takes a massive movement. Broski, when Epstein got fucking clipped, I believe, like, at that moment, like, when I was younger, I used to believe in a New World Order conspiracy and shit like Mm -hmm. that. I do believe that some bigger motherfuckers than the motherfuckers we see on TV every day with the puppet strings. It could be. Like, I feel like that. Cause once <laughs> Epst- the way Epstein got clipped, dog. The way he, Epstein got clipped. He got, got up clipped, out of here, bro. He got up out of here. He got up out of here before he was to testify. Mm-hmm. Like, dog. That is some next level, like, fucking shit right there. That's like some Vladimir Putin Yo, killing Putin, the centers. Putin be getting niggas out of here. Yo, you say I mean, Putin gay in a newspaper, Putin get you clipped the next oh day. Oh my god, you might, yeah, you might be out of here. But, and I think that's something that we need to take advantage of. We need to take advantage of in this country, man. But... Uh, we're gonna make it happen, bro. So you know, it was it was amazing to have this combo combo about your political ideals. Is uh, so I mean, is this your first time being a guest on a podcast? Uh, yeah. First time being a guest on a podcast. This is my friend Tiana, dude. She's awesome. 
She's a, a medical assistant. She works at a hospital. What is your TikTok? Oh, it's at GlizGod, spelled G-L-I-Z-Z-G-A-W-D. Oh my God! So, 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 I imagine you love hot dogs. I'm about that glickage. <laughs> that glickage life. I'm um, all about the glizzies, the dope. glicks on the sticks. Um, I think that's the only social media you see on. Other than that, you can't find her. But um, she will have other projects in the work. So, um, yeah, it's been a great episode. Uh, now I want a big bite. Yeah, want to go get a couple of glicks? Yeah, yeah, I want a glick on a stick right now. Go get glicks. <laughs> <laughs>